This is Undivorce Wittable, the podcast made to divorce-proof marriages. I'm Giovanna. And I'm Rance. And, and we, we are, are the, the Robinsons. Robinsons. We've been rocking together for 18 years, married for 15 years. People tell us all the time that we inspire them. We are relationship goals. And it's not because we're famous or we're fronting for social media, but because they can tell that what we have is genuine. There have been ups, crazy downs, and moments where it would have been easy to just walk away. This is a no BS podcast. We're keeping it a buck. And we're telling you all the truth you can handle about what it takes to stay together in today's world. We, we are, are Undivorced Wittable. Hello, welcome to episode four of Undivorced Wittable. It's your man Rance Rob here in the building, Rance Robinson. Yes, and Giovanna. And we are going to be talking about supporting your spouse and maneuvering through different seasons in life. So what does that mean? Winter, spring, fall, and summer. <laughs> seasons. Oh, gosh. The reasons. I can't sing, y'all, but I just, I feel the mel- melody sometimes. Sing it, baby. I do. I Sing. feel the melody. <laughs> so supporting your spouse through different seasons. What does that mean to me? Um, yeah, sure. What does that mean to you? I think it means that we are going to experience changes, changes in our bodies, changes in our ambitions and our desires, changes in general that have to do with everything in life. Right. And having to maneuver that with your spouse. Right. And supporting them. So you're not always going to like the change. Um, for those who have watched all of our episodes and watched last week's of episode three. Firstly, thank you. Yes. Thank you for the support. Um, you heard a little tidbit of me, of us talking about me going back to school. And even though Rance has always supported me. Um, he wasn't like a hundred percent like, yeah, baby, go back to school. So I was like 10%. Not that low. Goodness gracious. That low. Okay. So anyway, but she's educated now and that's yes, what's important. So I, I appreciate got, that. I got paper. Mm-hmm. And that's what it is. Paper. Um, but like, so for example, when it comes to support me and you are a little different and I'll let you tell a little bit about how you are when it comes to support. Um, when it comes to support, mm-hmm. I do not know. Oh, okay. Well, I, mean, I don't know. I, I mean, are we talking scenarios? What are we talking about? Well, okay. For example, um, you know, when it comes to supporting each other, me and you, we've been through a lot of different things. Um, and we've had a lot of different ventures. I had my blog, that fashion blog that I did, um, for those who don't know us personally, Rance is a photographer, and I have my own um, leather travel bag company called Tony Becca. Uh, I actually handcraft leather bags, and it works hand-in-hand because you're my photographer and different things like that. So you've always supported me in that way, but then you also support my craft. You support you know, my visions and what I do and my hobbies, my, you know, all that stuff. Um, and with you, no matter what you're taking on in life, I'm always your ride or die. 
I'm always your cheerleader. You've always been my cheerleader. You've always, you know, pushed me to keep going, especially in this new entrepreneur journey. You've definitely been helping me along. And I'm the idea man for a lot of people. Yeah. You don't know that. So, yeah, man. Saucy ideas. They just they flow from this, this brain of mine. And uh, a lot of people lean on that. So they do. So, you know, we've always been been there a lot of times. Sometimes I feel like you're too, you know, you you too much with it. You start to asking all these questions. I'm like, I just don't know that ranch. You're like, well, what are you going to do about this? Or what are you going to do about that? And I'm like, and I know it's all good because you want me to think from A to Z. But sometimes I'm like, look, I just came to you with an idea, baby. Like sometimes with our photo shoots, I'm like, baby, I want to do a photo shoot. Okay, well, what's it going to be? Um, a lifestyle photo shoot. Well, what 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 that's kind of background? A, that's not an idea. You want <laughs> what kind of background do you Look, want? No, um, I want to say this to anybody who's looking for a photographer. <laughs> we're gonna take an aside on this podcast real quick. When you are looking for a photographer, don't just go to them and say, "I need some photos," and you haven't thought anything about anything. Right. So you haven't put. You don't know what style outfits you want. You don't know if you want to dress up or dress down, be butt naked. <laughs> You know, oh, you don't know gosh. if you want the guns out or the suns out. You don't know, you know, if you just want to take some bourgeois. You yeah, don't know if I... you want to take family portraits. And I'm not talking about, <laughs> I'm just talking about customers in general. Have some general idea. Like, this is kind of like going to a realtor and saying you want to buy a house. And they just need the basic information. Do you want a four-bedroom, three-bedroom? you want a driveway? You want to live on the east side? Do you side, want a roof? Side? Okay. Not a roof. Where do you want to be? You know, what, what do you want? And you come in and say... I just want some. I want some some drywall. I just want a house. I just want you a figure house. it out. You're right. You so, figure it out. I just want my photos. I need new photos for my Instagram. <laughs> anytime you're commissioning an artist of any sort, I don't care. Even if it's your beautician, and you go in there and you you tell them you you need a hairstyle, have an idea. Take a a book with you with some Not hairstyles. Or oh your phone Pin- Pinterest more, it's old school right that that was old <laughs> take, take your phone Pinterest or something so, so that somebody can have an idea okay I'm done thank you fussing at y'all thank you so anyway as we're talking we're we talking about support maneuvering through different seasons so yeah. yeah um what does this look like so for example when I went back to school you know that was a season at the beginning of our relationship um but you had to carry the load. Um, The financial load The financial load, right Now, you're doing it again Quite a bit of, um, yeah, I'm doing it again Um, But it also took on a lot more of the parental role Because the studies are so rigorous Um, You had to take your time And, you know, not saying that you weren't involved in our daughter's lives That would be a gross misrepresentation Mm -hmm. Of what was real, but it caused me to have to lean in a whole lot more. Right. You did. You did. Because there was days I didn't sleep. Um, but y'all always had dinner. I cooked. I cooked. So, anyway. Um, and now, I'm an entrepreneur. I've been... I walked away from my 9 to 5, um, September 11th, 2018. And it's been a journey. It's been quite a journey. And I will say this. I will take the time to say this to you today. Thank you, baby. Thank you. Because when we first got married, um, you, you've always been very vocal. You don't cover up nothing. You don't sugarcoat. Oh, not hold back on you. You don't pussyfoot. You don't nothing. Yep. You will put it out there. And yeah, I've had is. to learn to get 
tough skin. I used to be really sensitive. People who know me now will never think that I was a sensitive individual before we got married. Um, but emotional boot camp, Robinson style. Yeah, for sure. Um, but the thing is, like back then, I used to be so scared to say certain things or you know ruffle your feathers and everything because you just like, yeah, you were just like. You just came out with it. There was no icing. He didn't believe in icing when he spoke. There was no nothing. Imagine falling in love with DMX. Yeah. So, Which but really you have gotten so it. much better. I don't know if it's the girls. Somebody I let don't... me know. Dog. You <laughs> can't start gotten... that and not finish that. Okay, I'm sorry. You've gotten so much better. Like, right. and I've I've seen it. Like when I went. Okay, when let me back up. When we went. When I went back to school. Things were very rough. That was really rocky for us. Um, we made it through it, but it was pretty rocky. And now that we're kind of like back into a situation where, even though when I was in school, I wasn't making money. Now I am. So I decided to, well, we prayed about it. We made the decision together, but we didn't know it was going to go the way that it went. And now I am building my dream. I'm building an empire and you're there supporting me and a lot of times where I thought you would have complained I thought you would have said something or I thought you would be you know um whatever you haven't and like we talked about communication I think in the second episode see communication isn't always like verbal Rance he when I hear him huffing I know something is wrong so he hasn't been huffing a lot. And I'm like, okay, he's he's good. But I've seen that growth in you. And so that's helped me now that I'm on this entrepreneurial journey. It's helped me to feel more confident in going forward. And you've been there pushing me and encouraging me along the way. So I want to say thank you. Thank you for the support because it hasn't been easy. I nope. love you. But I mean, nothing worth having is easy. I love you too. <laughs> but nothing worth having is easy. It's not. Um, as the great Kevin Hart said, everybody wants to be famous, but nobody wants to put the work in. Right. Um, even even me and that, like, it's getting to a point where there are certain things, certain types of life goals that I'm beginning to manifest, mm -hmm. right? And it just has to come to a point where you have to put the work in. Right. And so I know that if what your dream is, and this is why I have to support you, but also manifest and work mm -hmm. towards visioneering and stuff like that um, is because if we are kind of what I would say vibrating in the negative. Mm -hmm. So that it sounds like some new age mumbo jumbo to a lot of people, um, to a lot of our listeners. Um, they may not understand what I'm talking about, but there is a certain amount of energy that you put out every mm -hmm. day and you put it out with your thoughts you put it out with your being who you are you who you are and so a lot of times the circumstances that we have the circumstances the life that we live is because of the nature of our being right and um for that i'm i'm looking toward the future i'm looking towards life not looking toward the future i'm looking day to day but not worried about what we're doing i'm not right. worried about if we're going to make it you can't worry about that. Mm -hmm. Like there's a certain type of goal that I have in mind for our lives, for our family, for our children. That's a financial, it's a, uh, from a, a love and emotional standpoint, and it cannot be 
vibrating in the negative. Right. Because then it doesn't help. It doesn't help if you're trying to get to a certain place in life and your spouse, your person who's supposed to be, you know, your ride or die, your number one cheerleader right there by your side is bringing you down. It's hard to build. It's hard to get to that place. And then also one thing that I've learned, too, and for those who have a relationship with God or spiritual people, another thing you'll realize, too, is that you're not always going to be at that place as long as you're working. So if times are hard and, you know, you're struggling in this area, you keep putting in that work, life isn't going to always be like that. So don't don't put your mental energy into that. You know, look towards the future, look towards a positive, see, visualize where you're going and not necessarily how. I feel like a lot of people get stuck on the how they're going to get there, but visualize where you want to go. And it's going to come. It's going to come because right. even there's so many different things that you have to support your um, partner in. And like even you with your um, your fitness journey, you know, what I'm saying you go to the gym and I've always supported you and there's times where it's like, okay, are you going to the gym right after work? I know sometimes I I think you get a text every day from me. What are you doing after work? Because <laughs> I'm trying to maneuver and figure out, all right, if he's going to the gym, what my schedule is going to be like, and do I have to get the kids, what time I have to get the kids, how I need to maneuver things. But I do it all to support you because if you enjoy going to the gym, then – I enjoy you going to the gym because I know that's what's going to make you happy. A lot of times in relationship, I, don't, I feel like people look at it from a selfish aspect and not realizing that my spouse going to the gym and working out and eating healthy and changing his habits and different things like that is going to be better for me because he's going to live longer. Um, he's going to be here longer. He's going to be a happier individual because he's doing something he loved as opposed to, dang, you got to go to the gym again? Like, you went yesterday. Right. And it can't just be blind support. Like there has to right. be like it has to make sense. You cannot right. I can't love crack cocaine. Hey, <laughs> you support me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, I'm just saying <laughs> I I like to use extreme examples. Yes, you do. Oh gosh. <laughs> because I think in a lot of times the way we are set up now as a society, like you'll say something and people will run in a million different directions with one thing. True. That's and true. they will misconstrue what you say. Um, that doesn't mean as a man that if you are in a relationship that's supposed to be monogamous, your wife supports you and is she supposed to just blindly support you never spending time with her. Right. Um, never doing anything she likes. Right. That's not how this goes. This is a complete back and forth of support. So mm -hmm. you support me in things that I want to do, but there are things that you wanted to do that had absolutely zero to do with me, but I, I take interest in it because I know you're interested. Right. So that's like me even right now as a, a, a dance dad, um, because my daughter dances. she's a championship winning dancer. She's so awesome. Um, it's important for me to support her. Mm -hmm. I, I don't, I don't necessarily, you know what I'm saying? I like hip hop. I like break dancing and stuff like that. I am not into, ballet classical um mm -mm. that type of dance like mm -hmm. i would rather see the jabberwockies breaking it down all day long right right but because my daughter is doing it now i love it right right so that's what i'm talking about like support mm -hmm. not just blind support not just and not manipulating that and using it to your advantage 
Exactly. Exactly. And there are different situations that require support too, outside of just like a, a lifestyle change. Maybe you want to go vegan, you know, you have to support your spouse in that. I've supported you in different, you know, health choices that you've taken where it's like, okay, you prepare your meals and I'm feeding me and the kids because we're not going to eat that. We just, yeah. What was that you ate? Yeah. We're not going to eat that. There's been, there's been some of that throughout the years. So it's just different things. There's other ways to support your spouse too, um, where they don't necessarily feel attacked. So for example, you have a spouse, maybe you're always telling them, stop texting while they're driving, get off your phone while you're driving, get off the phone while you're driving. And then one day they call you, baby, they got in an accident. It was their fault. Why? Because you was texting when I told you not to be texting and driving. That's not what they need at that moment. It's quite possibly could be about me. Just know that, folks. Yeah. Um, I, I wasn't I'm gonna, getting better though. I wasn't gonna do that. I'm I wasn't gonna better. put you <laughs> But I was just using a scenario. But this is another way when it comes to support though. But here's the truth. And like here's one thing that has helped develop me is that my wife is not a nagger. She's not one who you're not one who has a habit of holding grudges. You're not one who mm-hmm. has a habit of making me feel bad when I've made mistakes. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that that's simple mistakes. Like forgetting to pay the cell phone bill, our cell phone gets cut off and it's just like, how did I forget that? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not like, why didn't you set up auto pay? Why don't you just, just like, let's take care of it and let's move on to the next thing. Right. And earlier on in our relationship, um, I learned that this is what I want to project. Because mm-hmm. you projected that on me, I, I don't. You know, I used to be a blame gamer. Like I, ain't, Ooh, yes. I didn't used to. I ain't let nobody ride. I used to no. let you. Mm-mm. You know, what I'm you saying? did what? You messed up. No, it wasn't all soft and cute like that. You did what? No, it wasn't like that. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It I wasn't was like trying. that. <laughs> it was not. It wasn't like that. Y'all understand? My skin is so tough. You could probably. And I'm not just talking about you. Like it, that with people in general. That's true. Saying? I know, but and I live with you. So even still. All of that stuff has an effect on your long-term success. It does. And so I, I, a part of being a supportive spouse, a part of being a supportive husband is looking in that mirror. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you have to look in the mirror and see and really try to focus on what is wrong with me. What can I do better? Yeah. And a lot of men aren't supposed to be introspective. Like society acts like we're not that introspective. We're mm-hmm. introspective about sports or music or how big a woman's booty is like we could be super introspective about your body parts they know men have a propensity to judge ourselves harshly mm-hmm. but if our spouse is going to nag us about the things that we already know yeah then we're gonna rebel right 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 and that's one and i learned that from my mother to be honest i have to give her the credit for that she's taught me so much um to be the wife that i am to you so you gotta thank my mama I be thinking um, all the time. You do. You She's do. the bomb. But um, that was one thing. It was like she didn't nag my dad, and I I know my dad used to say things. I think I think my grandfather had like a sign in his house. Somebody had a sign about a nag, a wife being a nag. And I was like, that's so disrespectful. But anyway, I think in the Bible it even says in uh, the Book of Proverbs, it is better to live on the roof of your house than to live in the house with a quarreling woman. It does say that. It does. Because you ain't getting no sleep with no quarreling woman. No. And nobody wants to do that. No one wants to no one wants to come home to somebody that is just like always gonna be like you know, nagging them. I mean, imagine being 
and doggone Israel is hot. Ain't no AC because they ain't been invented yet. You come in, you know, everybody sweaty, everybody hot. Back to the Bible. And you come in the house and she just nagging. Bible telling you to get get closer to the sun. It's better to be up where it's hotter. Right. On a clay roof, burning up, than to be in the house with this crazy woman. Oh gosh. Yeah. That's the sermon for today. The there you go. We'll take up an offering plate, okay? Our cash app is dollar sign J R R. Or oh, it's not too. at right. It's, it's, it's dollar sign. At, it's dollar sign. <laughs> but you know, there's just different other situations too. Because you think about, you know, you just want to practice not blaming your spouse. Practice even when situations come up um, that you support them and they know that you support them because there's nothing like feeling like messing up and already feeling bad about messing up. But then your person that's supposed to be right there by your side making you feel bad. And you just feel like you're on an island by yourself. True. You know? And then also you think about um, people who are in situations where, let's say, your spouse, your significant other gets hurt on the job. And then, um, and let's say it's a man. He gets hurt on the job, really bad, can't work, on disability and everything like that how bad he already feels like I'm the man. I can't even get up and walk to the bathroom, let alone support my, my family. But as a woman, you don't want to tear him down. You don't want right. to make him feel any less of a man. He already does. He don't need you telling him, exactly. you know, whether they, whether it's vocal or whether, you know, you show it or not, you already feel less than in certain situations. So you have to continue to build each other up and show them that you support them. And even in that situation, I mean, I don't necessarily know how, I mean, just taking care of them, being there for them, but knowing that, hey, I'm here with you. I, I got this. You can't do this right now, but I got you, babe. Yep. And unfortunately, this is not foolproof for people who are genuinely ungrateful. Right. Like, there are some people who are hard to please or are unpleasable. You cannot do. That is true. Um, and so you you have to know your audience. Mm -hmm. I think that's important. You have to know your audience. So if your mm -hmm. audience is, um, are people who are, they will never either give support or accept what you're trying to give. You can't necessarily change those people. And I hope that from like episode three, when we talk about in that dating process, um, and there are people who started off good mm -hmm. and trials, tribulations through their marriage has broken their friendship. Yeah. Um, you cannot focus a lot of times on people who are going to be ungrateful. Uh, you can pray for them. Mm -hmm. You can project positivity as much as you can and hope that they change. And sometimes, you know what? Sometimes someone being ungrateful may not have anything to do with you, but maybe it has to do with them. Yeah, people project all the time. So, you know, it's just like... Maybe they're just being really hard on themselves. Maybe they're just not happy. They're dealing with something. They're going through something, and it has nothing to do with you. And this is where communication is very important. This is where understanding is very important. But if they don't want to communicate, you can't control that. You can't control that. But, like, if I feel – if I'm trying to be in a happy place and you're always projecting negativity and you may not realize that you're projecting all that negativity onto me, and I just say, you know, baby – um, I was real happy about blah, 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 and I came home and ready to share, and you just didn't seem like you were happy. 
And it could have been something, you just had a bad day at work and you got a bad report from, you know, your boss or something like that. And you didn't have time to say anything to me about it. And here I come all happy, like, hey, baby, guess what? You know, so it's just good. That's where communication is important, too, so that people can because sometimes you could be you could be in such a headspace for so long. You don't even realize what you're projecting until it's brought to you in love. Right. So people, when you accept your dysfunction. Yeah. You know, and so that's those are our keys to that. You know, Mm -hmm. you have to know who your audience is. You have to be able to um, represent right. You have to keep your integrity in the situation. I think um, where sex brings us together is a lot of times you take on the attributes and the spirit of the person that you're sleeping with. So sometimes you can, because of that good feeling, you can take on bad habits. You can take on bad, not habits. Habits is not what I want to say, but the vibe you Mm -hmm. you'll take on you'll become like that or you will find yourself acting out of character because of right so i think that those are some things that um it's important to consider because supporting your spouse it's it's so much it has to do with financial it has to do with Mm -hmm. physical Mm -hmm. um it has to do with emotional like there are so many things that you can forget about Mm-hmm. And forgetting about those things and not focus focusing on those things will cause friendships to break up. Mm-hmm. And if you're getting into a relationship or any type of courtship, and you don't see the person as your friend, mm-hmm. that's a problem. That's a problem. Mm-hmm. Maybe not best friend, which I find that weird. But there are some people who are deeply, madly in love, and they don't consider themselves each other's best friends. Right. If you're not at that point. And you, you, you guys are just using each other. You're, you're a means to an end. And you know what? I'm gonna take this another to another level. Support can even be sexual. Yes, Lord. It can. So you may not want to give it up all the time, mm-hmm. but for some reason, God made men to have very healthy sexual appetites, and women don't. I don't know. I think now, I'm not. I'm not gonna say women don't, yeah. but I think you guys can just be ready to go at the drop of a hat all day, every day. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, you know, depending on the woman, you're not always in that headspace. But it is important that if your spouse wants it, you gotta give it up. I'm just saying, you you can pick me up by putting it down. <laughs> pick me up. By putting I'm gonna tell it down. you something. Oh yeah. And this is for the ladies. My mother. One thing she told me, she said, you never deny your husband sex unless you're on your period or you're fasting. Those are the only two times where you can deny your husband of sex. You got to be careful, fellas. If your woman is always on a fast, (laughs) (laughs) something going on, there's something going on. You got to be that close to the Lord. You don't want this. She done gone vegan. She done gone vegan on you. She don't want the meat. Something is wrong. Really? Something is wrong. Really? So. Vegan. She don't want the meat. And she always fasting or bleeding. Jesus. Oh, goodness gracious. Now, there are some women who do go on long fast for the Lord. Yeah. However. But, no, seriously. My mom did teach me that. And Mm -hmm. so, it's just like. That's another form of support. 
it is another form of you may not always want to give it but you better get your head right and um spread them legs don't get your head right somebody else will that is true and, and then you be mad because he didn't stepped out because you wasn't spreading them so gotta gotta spread it and men if they see that they should not take advantage of it either you know, just be right. like, I know you tired. You just cooked dinner, cleaned the house, took care of the kids, gave them all a bath and put them to bed. But I want some now. Give it to me. No, you have to be compassionate. But I'm just saying Well, that. not only that. Guys still got to be romantic. And you still got to, like, you, you can't. <laughs> you still got to be romantic. You can't just come on in like Harvey Weinstein <laughs> and break through the door. And, you know what I'm saying? Drop your drawers and just like, it's time for me to tear this up. You are my wife. Give me. That wet, wet. That wet, Surfboard. wet. I was looking at you like, what are you about to say? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Give you that what? That wet, wet. That wet, wet. Right. But, I mean, that's. Surfboard. Surfboard. Grinding on that. Grind, grind, grind. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> but that is also a form of support. It's supporting your spouse's needs yep. and desires. Yep. And you know, all of them. We also throw around that whole love language thing. We're going di- we're gonna, to, we're not going to dive on that here. Right. But the love language part is like very important knowing yours but also knowing your spouse's love languages change they don't stay the same they don't you might think you're speaking in tongues one day and the next thing you know there's nothing good coming from your mouth because that's no longer my love language things have changed okay we'll get into that later i am cracking up over here you're speaking in tongues Mm -hmm. right so yeah support is so important it's so important. Yep. So take that self inventory, talk, communicate. Mm-hmm. Um, that's going to be a general thing to successful marriage. I don't right. care. You know, you got to talk, you got to communicate. And a lot of times some of that talking and communicating is like, you know, not fronting, being mm-hmm. honest about how you feel, no matter what that is. And I don't mean being honest and being mean, mm-hmm. um, but sometimes just being honest. Yeah, because I've even, I mean, we've had those conversations. I've come to you like, baby, do you really feel like I support you? Mm-hmm. You know, because, and like you mentioned before, a lot of people come to you for different things. You are very good at, you know, helping people look at the bigger picture and laying things out. And I know I come to you all the time. When it comes to business and everything, I'm like, I run everything. My husband is my silent partner. And so, even in that, it's like, you know, you got to be, you know, I really lost my train of thought. Well, we're going to edit that out. <laughs> How that's going to go. What was I saying? If you're watching the video, you're going to see it. But if you listen to the audio, you cutting that thing out. Oh, goodness. I completely forgot. Whatever. That's because she started thinking about those needs to be supporting. I, so. I did. I did. How you're always just, yeah. So I'm your silent partner. I'm your business partner. I know. And that's, but everybody's not going to get that. Like, oh, so. that, I know what it was. So, like I was saying, sometimes I feel like I'm always coming to you. Hey, baby, this, you know, running this idea by you and this and the other. You're always there for me. You're always supporting me. But I want to feel like I'm giving that, I'm giving you that same support. So, there's been times where I've said, like, Rance, 
do you feel, are, you know, are you getting all the support from me that you need? Can I give you more? Is, you know, are you happy in that area? You have to have those honest conversations with each other. Yep. And don't just think it's a bad time to have it. First off, don't try to have those conversations when you know it's a bad time. Like while he's watching a game. Or, you know, or while your spouse is trying to enjoy, your wife is trying to enjoy a pedicure out with friends or something like that. That's not when you call. Like, I ain't getting supported. I won't talk about it right now. Mm-hmm. Don't do that, okay? There's a time and place for everything, but when it does, when there is the opportunity there, be honest. Mm-hmm. Like, don't front or don't try to shirk and move on and, and blame and have this um, incompatible communication habit where you are not able to speak your truth. Always speak your truth. And I think it's a good practice to have a time where you guys just set aside to just be with each other yep so you know so you can discuss those things go on exactly. dates go out you know um during the if you can during the day or when you're not going to have any you know children around set aside those special moments mm-hmm. where you do put your phone up and you talk about these specific things or even pillow talk you know people used to have pillow talk sometimes it could just be literally after the kids if you have young kids after the kids are put to bed and everything you make it a point to Take a moment or two. Take about 10, 15 minutes. Hey, baby, how was your day? Is there anything you want to talk about? You know, you can have those moments. You have to be intentional about that. Yep. And, fellas, if you're trying to get that cookie, just be careful how you say it so you can still say what you need to say and get that cookie. So Don't, don't mess up the vibe. Right. Don't feel <laughs> the vibe. Um, so that's what it's about, man. It's about supporting each other's needs. And that wraps up this episode. Yes, it does. So a little bit of house cleaning. We want to say thank you for listening. Um, of course, you, we you, would love you. it if you subscribe to our podcast. Yes. We would also love it if you liked our Facebook page, Undivorced Wittable. Join the Facebook group, which is the same Undivorced Wittable, where you can come in. We're like having discussions or you can pose a topic and right. talk to the other couples in the group. Yes. And follow us on Instagram. And yes. And watch this on YouTube if you just want to see us talk to each other. Right. Um body language is important so we love that we want to say uh, thank you to our music director producer Aaron Collins yes thank you thank you thank you going down to music um and yeah man we will talk to y'all soon